All right, welcome to episode three of Green Minds Think Alike. Uh, joining us today is Aaron Gill from the city of Knoxville, Tennessee. Aaron, thanks for joining us. Um, Aaron, so the kind of, I kind of lead off with this question. You know, you, you get into an elevator and there's some, uh, you know, um, highly decorated professional in there and they, they want to know what you do. What's, what's yeah. sort of your elevator speech on what you do? I'm always trying to make this better, but... My go-to is I'm the sustainability director, so I manage the mayor's environmental and energy initiatives and increasingly work on things like recycling and active transportation and things that make our community a more livable, uh, higher quality place to live. So kind of uh, off of that, one thing I find interesting is where everyone's offices are located within the hierarchy of the, the city government. So you could kind of talk about where you are within Knoxville. Yeah. So we are definitely part of the administration, the city, like the mayor's administrative office. So with, with the mayor go I. Um, we are locally funded, however, which is nice. We're no longer grant contingent, um, but it's an appointed position, no civil service protection. Um, I sit on the policy side of the org chart. So we have an operation side and a policy side. We're on the policy side, so I answer to the deputy um to the mayor and chief policy officer so given that you're working for the mayor is are your directives coming from from the mayor themselves i mean as far as your direction is it it particularly coming from that or do you have a sustainability action plan or some other thing that you're working from uh to sort of lead the direction of of your programs so I definitely think that Mayor O'Hara really champions sustainability and has ever since we've had an initiative. So a lot of what we're working on, which is directed through a sustainability work plan, reflects her leadership and um, things that both she as well as our community stakeholders have raised as opportunities for the city. Um, that being said, you know, as the mayor identifies a new priority or says, you know, hey, we really need to be thinking about, for instance, um, the smart transportation world advanced vehicles, connected vehicles, um, that has helped direct not just my office, but other offices in the city to work together to try to advance that priority. Um, So there is definitely a mayorally guided element to it, but so much of it aligns with her priorities that I don't see this as much of a conflict. It's more um, sort of strategic alignment between her goals and the, the sort of set work plan that our stakeholders helped us create. What's, what's unique about Knoxville, either in its context or geography, in regards to the programs that you have to find yourself putting together that are unique to other places within the U.S.? Yeah, it's a good, a good question. So we are a very um, outdoorsy city, and we're increasingly becoming um, a tourism destination for outdoor recreation. So that's created a lot of opportunities in that we... Um, have just so much momentum that we can build upon for folks who want to walk and bike and be active and blending that into sustainability bringing that into our planning culture has been really exciting um for the most part we are in the south we're in tennessee so while we as a city proper are fairly progressive we operate in a larger more conservative political climate and so we try to we're not shying away from talking about green or climate change or some of these more progressive um, topics, but we also always try to couch it in saving taxpayer dollars and improving quality of life and 
advancing win-wins that no matter what side of the political aisle you're on, you're going to see a benefit to. University of uh, Tennessee is uh, also there in Knoxville. How, how do you how do you interact with with the university? Is that you look at that as a benefit, or um, you know when it when it comes to dealing specifically? I think it's definitely a benefit. Um, we have a great uh, link with a lot of professors who send us some fantastic interns, which has been exciting. We have a lot of um, overlap in terms of professors who are willing to engage with us on thinking through particular challenges and being sort of on those stakeholder committees where we benefit from having experts in a field. Um, UT also is uh, sort of complemented by Oak Ridge National Lab, which is the national federal DOE um, national research laboratory that is doing some fantastic work on climate change and urban dynamics. So I think more so than when you with UT, not to downplay their role, my relationship with the academic community at Oak Ridge has been phenomenal in terms of really trying to get at the heart of some of the climate impacts that we're expected to see, thinking through the next generation of technologies that are coming down the pipe, be that from, you know, wireless electric vehicle charging to advanced manufacturing, 3D printing. So that academic collaboration is so critical to what we're doing. Sorry, we're getting directions on this walking tour through uh, through Durham as we speak here, um, and as we jaywalk across the street. And I'm actually I'm gonna head back to the okay. To do you want to walk this way? Yeah. Go? <laughs> They're getting get, um. So, what are some of the obstacles or hurdles that you know, if if could be solved, would would really move things forward in Knoxville when it comes to the issues that you're dealing with? Um, so there's, I think the obvious one that we have the vision, we have the willpower, we just don't have the money to do it. So uh -huh. uh, we could get a lot done with just funding. Um, you know, we, we, our city is growing, but not at a pace where we feel like we've just got cash to throw at things. We're still being very intentional about prioritizing where we have to invest multiple millions of dollars, for instance. Um, the other really cool opportunity though, and I think one of the challenges is this we're, we're like on the cusp of really changing our city. And so we've got this zoning update that's coming up, um, comprehensive zoning update. And this is a chance to allow our zoning code to reflect the vision that we have for the future of what Knoxville can be. But there's a lot of inertia in the system. There's a lot of people who I think will struggle to embrace some of those concepts like higher density along some of our main corridors. So a challenge will be <laughs> balancing that vision of things that we all can value and that we all appreciate with the inertia and resistance to change that I think is natural within any public constituent group. So when it comes to those resistances on the different projects, how do you go about trying to, you know, move past or, or educate or what, what sort of the task or, or thought process you go through dealing with those types of uh, resistances in your projects? Yeah, so we're playing the long game. Um, we know that this zoning update, the draft, won't even be out for quite a long time. And so we're trying to do the work now to build the public awareness of why we needed to change and what's going wrong with the existing code, what's not working with the existing code, and how does this update create opportunities for uh, development? How does it create opportunities for walkability and in quality of life and for neighborhoods while also protecting those core residential single-family neighborhoods that are so crucial to the character of our city. So trying to make sure that people understand that what we're not going to do is, 
kick them out of their single family neighborhood and turn it into a multiplex neighborhood, but really isolate density along corridors where density already exists, but we can do it better. So, um, so yeah, that, that education and engagement early on. So turning more kind of personally in, in your um, career, when at some point in time you, you walk away from your position at the city of Knoxville, what is it that you hope to leave behind or goals that you hope to achieve before you move yeah. forward? So I, we're, we're going to hit our 2020 goal, which is to reduce emissions by 20% by 2020. <laughs> and, uh, we're almost there, so don't want to leave before we see that finished. Um, but I think the other, the other element that I want to make sure I leave behind is this cultivation of sustainability within all the departments so that it's not seen as an isolated entity that <laughs> is single-handedly tasked with green initiatives, but rather something where we are there as a resource where there is a motivator, where there is a narrator, um, but that all these departments are taking ownership so that whether it's me or someone else, that there's momentum that's going to stay no matter what. You know, it's sort of interesting as we were walking along, you are talking about, or Maggie was talking about, um, those that are kind of coming into the profession. What sort of advice would you give to those, you know, coming into this field? Um, get your hands dirty. So much of sustainability and being successful is navigating in the political process and you don't want to do that unless you've done it <laughs> so try to find those ways for um even if it's a, as a private citizen engaging in stakeholder groups and seeing the conversations and talking with policymakers, not just about what you want them to do but the constraints that they're operating in and really trying to get a sense of how policy is made amidst a whole array of different constraints be it budget political um logistical <laughs> um, and really trying to understand that because that's the reality that we navigate it in. If you come across as somebody who gets that, you're going to go a lot farther than someone who believes in the mission but doesn't understand the realities of working on the ground. Well, Aaron, thanks for taking me on this walking, talking tour as we go through <laughs> Durham and uh, thanks again for your, uh, your input. Oh, it was great. It was super fun. Thanks.